to a terrible football show. Hopefully you're having a great day. My name is Alex Light with Sparky3. As always, I got my boy Tyler here and in studio once again. It's it's becoming a norm that he's actually here in studio, which is always nice. He enjoys it. I enjoy as well. A lot better conversation between us. Uh, This is episode six. Tyler, how are you feeling today after episode six? Had a little bit of a heartbreaker for you last night on uh, Monday Night Football, Buffalo at Tennessee. How are you feeling? Uh, I mean, I understand the decision. Because we really couldn't stop Derrick Henry at all. So, <laughs> it comes back to the Sam Pittman, you know. Yeah. Going for it. Fuck it. You got to go for the dub. Hey, Josh, Josh needs to stop slipping, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he'll, he'll get it back together, man. He'll get it back together. But, no, Derrick Henry is on a lit- – he's literally on a different level. Yeah. He's literally the I, – I saw someone tweet about this. I don't remember who it was. Uh, but he's literally the Madden character that we all created as kids. Like, that's who Derrick Henry is right now. It's unbelievable. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. I was going to talk about the Bears very briefly. There was a there was a statement that was said by old Aaron Rodgers that got the internet talking. Uh, so we're definitely going to address that. Honestly, I feel like today's a lot of college talk. We've got a lot of college stuff that's happened uh, this past weekend with Iowa. Uh, you know, Iowa and Purdue was a big one. You know, we got Coach O. Got some shit going on there. Tennessee stuff, and Arkansas's on that three-game losing streak. OU, Caleb Williams. Got some conversation points to have here today. If you could, go follow us on Twitter at Show. We'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, Shout-out Mason. Jesse, you said Jesseville won, right? Yep. Shout-out Mason. Appreciate you for listening. They won by one. Okay. Hey, win's a win. That's hey. all. Win's a win. It's good when the other yeah. kicker can't make nothing. Bingo. Uh, and shout-out to uh, Jeremy. You know, Falcons was on a bye uh, this past weekend, so, you know, he didn't have to feel any potential pain or suffering, but, you know, he might have to feel some pain this weekend. We'll see. Who are they playing again? Miami. All right, so he probably won't have to feel any pain, but you never know. It is Atlanta that we're talking about. They've blown like 64 leads over the past two seasons. All right, I know that math adds up, but 64 leads is how many leads this team has has blown. So you never know with the Atlanta Falcons. It could be a painful journey for them this weekend. Uh, you can also check out other shows like Lighthearted Gamers, Animan Plus, and talking about movies and stuff. Shout out to our Tier 1 patron, Andy. We appreciate the hell out of you, my friend. Uh, I suppose we can go ahead and start some conversations. Tyler, you got anything on your mind, uh, non-football related, that we need to chat about? You got anything? Uh, let's talk about Ben Simmons. Real Man, quick. what a situation. That is... Joel's statement on this was <laughs> electric. I mean, it yeah. was. He's just like, I really don't care about that man, honestly. It's like, damn. <laughs> it's, it's like that one friend that just, they just continue to fuck up. Yeah. And you just, like, no matter what. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's it's how is this going to even get resolved at this point? Let's look. Like, I think I think what they should do is pay his contract and tell him to go fuck home and just stay there until they figure out a trade that they like. Right. They they declined so many trades this offseason that now they're looking hella stupid for not accepting at least one of them. Yeah. You know, like they're 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 paying for it. Yeah. I really hope Sacramento does not try to trade for him anymore. Ooh, how are you going to feel if they get him? As long as it's not Tyrese or uh, or Fox. That goes with him? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, Buddy and uh, Bagley, mm-hmm. they're basically like a package deal. Right. You get one, you get both of them. But, I don't know, I kind of feel like Sacramento's going to keep them just because why not, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we got good chemistry. If Buddy comes off the bench and he does good, like whenever uh, we have Bogdan Bogdanovich, I think – yeah, I think we'd, we'd do good. I think we'd get in the play-in probably. Right. Because that's like, what, top top 10 seeds getting in the playoffs now? Mm-hmm. So, 
don't know. Also, shout out to Bleacher Report. They put out a, uh, a at least for me, a pretty cool video hyping up NBA tip off, whatever, where yeah. the NBA is back, where it was a Naruto themed opening. One of my favorite Naruto themes from Naruto Shippuden. Um, it was uh, it was the, the title. Of the song is Sign. Uh, around like the pain arc and the uh, uh, Sasuke versus Itachi arc. I know this is a football show, but I still <laughs> thought this was cool. If, if you're a Naruto fan, if you're an anime fan, and you also enjoy the NBA, go check out Bleacher Report's video for it. It was really cool. All the NBA players, like each modeled after Naruto characters and everything, the whole thing, man. It was it was cool. If you're an anime fan, you'll enjoy it for sure. That, that's like the NFL whenever they had uh, Game of Thrones. Bingo. So yeah. 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 Hey, hey, as an anime fan, I like seeing those crossovers every once in a while. Kind of like when yeah. Mario Williams would always have the, the Sharingan contacts that oh, he yeah. would rock. That was, those were pretty dope. Those are pretty dope. Uh, and then uh, how's it going over in the hockey world, too? Um, you know, my, like I've talked about before, the Kings are my team. I think they lost the first game, right? No, they uh, they won the first game, won lost the, first. the second. No, that's what it was. So. Hey, shout out to the Kraken, though, getting their first win. Shout out to that. Yeah, they play, uh, let's see, Thursday. Yeah, they, they do not play on Thursday. So, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot. If you got ESPN Plus and you like hockey or you don't really care about hockey but you kind of want to just look at it, shit, they got games for like the first month on ESPN Plus. Ooh. So, that's a good little little insight for them. I may have – sooner or later, I have to get ESPN Plus. I've been meaning to for a while. See, what I wanted to do is I wanted to get like the uh, like the higher tier package for yeah. Disney Plus where I got Hulu and ESPN Plus with it. Yeah. But then Josh gave me his Disney Plus, and that plan has just gone down the toilet because I just haven't had a need to get it because I have Disney Plus to watch the Marvel shows. I mean, if shit. you need ESPN Plus, I got you, dog. Yo, send me those, uh, send me those deets. Okay. Hey, yeah. if you're listening, that's not illegal. <laughs> there you we're go. Not, we're not talking about that. We're not, yeah, not. There, you, there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and get into what uh, everyone is actually here for, maybe, and that is the uh, that is our terrible opinions on everything going on in the game of football. So, previous week, uh, predictions. Uh, me and Tyler both went 9-5 and five in the NFL. Uh, our noon games was literally the only area where we could have gotten separation, but just because of how the games played out, we both went 5-3 and three in the noon games because our afternoon, Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night were all the same picks. Uh, that brings me up to a 59-35 record for the NFL, and Tyler, you are up to a 56-38. And then over for college, man. Damn. Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> I went 7-2. I'm now to a 19-15. Tyler is Tyler went 2-7. and seven. This is the third week in a row like this. You went one and six. I think it was one. Actually, no, I think it was one and seven, one and six, and then now no, it was one and six. One and seven, one and seven. Yeah. yeah, and now two and seven, and that brings you to a ten and twenty-four overall. Yeah, man, it happens. Shout out to my co-host Zach at Lighthearted Gamers and Anime Plus. I think you know. I think it was on what episode? I you was like fifty-eight or fifty-nine or something like that. Yeah, fifty. Nine, I think. Yeah, it was fifty nine of Lighthearted Gamers. Within like the first three minutes, we were, you know he we kind of briefly talked about a terrible football show and taught and Zach was just like, yeah, you know I don't know anything about football, but you know I check out the show to be supportive, you know see what other things we have going on at Sparky Three. And Zach said, man, like Tyler, he's just hitting these predictions one after another, just boom, boom, boom. Alex, you're on another planet. I don't know what you're doing. Ever since then. It has gone downhill for Tyler and uphill for me. Gave me too much confidence, man. Yeah, he That's cursed it you. It, it, dude, it fucking sucks. Well, you know, 
hopefully he can make a comeback <laughs> because so one thing that we try to do with our college picks is we try to keep the same amount of picks every week and Tyler sends me his picks and dude's got like 74 picks that he wants to make for this weekend I'm like dude what the hell I had like seven and he's dishing out like 74 I'm just like and and I want to go ahead and give you give him shit he picked a lot of gimmies he's trying to make that comeback but I, you got to respect the hustle hey you got to work your little you got to work a little system man yeah okay. you do you do and uh, for our college picks this week we are actually going to do something a little bit different going forward so we've already been doing a terrible game that will obviously continue for a game that we think will just be absolutely dog shit in some capacity or another but we're also going to be picking out our uh, favorite FBS game of the week uh, every single week to call and, and a favorite FCS game of the week to call every single week so every week you will for sure have three games that Tyler and I both will call uh, and then everything else could be different we'll see because I think actually I think honestly dude I think the rest of our picks are different I think we are calling completely different games this week besides those three of course yeah um, but that's what we're going to do going forward uh, when it comes to like the the FBS game of the week like Sometimes we'll go with the beat of everyone else's drum, like next week, for example. Next week, obviously, we have massive matchups with Michigan and Michigan State and Penn State and Ohio State. That One of those two, if not even both, will be our game of the week. But this week, for example, like let's say college game day, you know, they're going down to UCLA for the Oregon game. That uh, we, we, we did look at that as our game of the week. We, we decided to go with something else. You know, just because we're calling it the game of the week doesn't necessarily mean it's the literal best game. But we think it's going to be a damn good game that could use some uh, recognition to it. Uh, talking about college, go ahead and jump into it. Iowa, man, man. Iowa gets up to number two, and then they lose to unranked Purdue 24-7. to And shout out to the Purdue Twitter, putting out the, the most legendary tweet I've seen in quite some time, saying we just beat the number two out of Iowa. That is 10 out of 10. Whoever's running that Twitter account, you deserve a race. But, man, um, you know, obviously with the, big, with the Big Ten, what's wild, all those teams I just mentioned for next week, you know, um, Michigan, Michigan State, uh, Penn State, and Ohio State, they're all top 10 ranked teams, but they're all part of the Big Ten East. You know, Iowa's the one lone wolf over in the West that's, you know, ranked and doing Purdue. their huh? – Oh, yeah, now, well, now, yeah, now Purdue's ranked. <laughs> yeah, correct. Uh, but, you know, th- you know, really, only Iowa's the really the only major threat over there, you know, for the time yeah. being at least, in terms of, like, who's going to make it to the Big Ten championship. So, Iowa, even though they took this this loss here, they got, they got a little bit of a demotion in their ranking stats, of course. You know, you know they're kind of feeling it, licking their wounds. But, man, that East, though, is, is packed. And that East is going to be – it's going to be tough. Iowa, even though they took this loss – you know, took this upset. We were starting to get some upsets going on, which we always love to see. Um, you know, they're, they're still going to be in good standing to potentially make that uh, Big Ten championship. Uh, but, man, how are you feeling going in? You know, obviously this weekend, I mean, you're going up, we'll get Illinois. I mean, who gives a shit, right? Who gives a shit? But how are you feeling going into, like, next week? You know, that next week is a big week for you, for fans of the Buckeyes, fans of the Spartans and the Wolverines. Yeah. Like, that that week is going to be massive for you yeah. and other fans. How are you feeling? Uh Kind of on the fence because we've lost four straight, and you know streaks they got to end eventually. But it's at a it's a night, right? I think it's I think it's a night game. I think yeah. it's a night game. So uh, I don't know if we got Clifford back, we might we might pull the upset. But oh Roberson, like I said last week, <laughs> I I pray he's not there. Like right. don't don't even dress that man. Like. <laughs> Like give give them a game against Illinois. Just don't even throw Clifford out against Illinois. Mm-hmm. But do not do not give him do not give him a jersey on uh on next Saturday, <laughs> right? Because that's gonna be rough. So if if it was your call, you would say to not play Clifford against Illinois. Nah, yeah, I wouldn't play Clifford. I'll let him heal up a little bit more. So get ready for the for the real matchup. Yeah. Give him yeah. a little two week off. You know, a little yeah. mini vacation. So. Right. 
No, I mean, that the, these games is going to be the first step in how the rest of that East is going to play out. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a massive weekend next weekend. Um, but, you know, when it comes to Iowa fans, you know, they're licking their wounds a little bit. They just got a, a big dub over Penn State just a week or two prior. But, you know, they're, they're still poised to potentially make that Ben Tick championship. And, you know, who knows? Maybe get that, uh, that rematch between Penn State and Iowa if uh, Penn State can make it to the championship. No, the Big Ten is is wild right now. There is so much going on with there over there. Um, there's also some stuff going on down in uh, Baton Rouge um, with uh, Coach O. Yeah. You know, with how uh, with how his record is since the championship, it really just goes to show that he's literally just a coach, and Joe Burrow was the man who took care of the job. Yeah, yeah. that's that's clear at this point. Uh, but Coach O uh, and LSU have reached. Uh, an agreement for them to part ways after 2022. Honestly, I haven't exactly seen hard, definite answers why. All I've seen is apparently he's like really become just an annoyance for the yeah. the program. Coaches yeah. don't want to coach for him anymore. Players don't want to play for him. Apparently, he'll bring like his girlfriend's <laughs> kids out to the field and shit. I don't know. Apparently, he's just annoying. Yeah, yeah. I have not seen any other uh, any other reason but that. Yeah. Now the question is, you know, once he's finished up there, you know, is he going to go? Is he going to take some time off, or is he going to be a head coach somewhere else? That's nah, the question. I, I think he's going to take some time off. That's yep. just, I mean, he said he can buy a couple cheeseburgers here now and then. No, so. well, that's all I guess you need sometimes, right? <laughs> but no, that's, that's a wild situation, and as I, you know, I'm sure LSU fans aren't super fucked up about it at this point, just because again. You know, their record hasn't been that great since the championship, which yeah. is now showing you that, okay, it was literally just you had a superstar talent at quarterback, you know, yeah. you know that just kind of had the, one of the greatest seasons in college history. You know, because, I mean, you'll see that all the time in, in college football, man, where you have, like, one unbelievable year of success or two years of unbelievable success because of a certain guy. But the moment they're gone, that success never continues for the team. You know, when you got a, a, a program – like Oklahoma that, you know, granted they get a lot of talent, but they keep getting the talent in there, you know, it it shows a lot for the coach. It shows a lot. Yeah, Clemson. Yeah, Clemson's in a rough spot right now. They're working on it. (laughs) They're working on it, man. Clemson's in a rough spot, and they're going up against old Pitt this weekend, baby, uh, with old Kenny Pickett, man. Kenny Pickett, his stock is rising and rising quick. For anyone that does not know, you know, Kenny Pickett is now starting to – he's starting to get some first-round talk. I mean, his his stock for the NFL draft is going up very fast. You know, when we were talking about uh, our picks last week, you know, one game that Tyler did call that would have – you know, if he would have just listened to me, if he would have just listened to me, he would have gone three and six instead never, of two I and could, seven. I could never pick Pitt. But, I, you know, he was picking Pitt. I think it was West Virginia or Virginia Tech. Yep. And I was just like, yo, dude, Pitt's averaging like 53 points a game. I mean, what are you doing? He's like, well, they're going to have to get a reality check sooner or later. Here we are. Uh, but, you know, Pitt is on another level right now. They really are. They finally got ranked, so shout out to that. But, yeah, Kenny Pickett, man, his stock is rising very, very quickly. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out for him. Who are they playing this weekend? I got Clemson. It. Clemson, yeah. I just said that. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, Did you hear what uh, Debo said about LSU, though? No, what did he say? They asked him if he was going to uh, – Gonna just get you know go over to LSU. He's like, I got my own death valley to worry about. <laughs> That's true. No, Dabo, man, he he's set to stay unless Saban retires sometime soon. Yeah, that's I. Alabama is the only job that I think Dabo would want to to leave Clemson for at this point. I don't think there's another job out there that he would leave for. No. Um, so let's talk about Tennessee real quick here. Uh, Tennessee, uh, went up against Old Miss this past weekend and, uh, man, the way that that game ended, the way that it ended a heartbreaker yep. for Tennessee fans, 
I mean, what what happens in that situation? Like, it kind of reminds me of last season with uh, in the NFL with Tom Brady mistaking what down it was against the Bears. Yeah. You know, he thought it was fourth down, but it was actually fifth down that doesn't exist. Uh, same thing, man. Like, did the, this backup quarterback, did he not realize how much time was on the clock? This man runs out of bounds to finish the game. Like, you need a TD. You know, you're within you're within the 20, I think, is what it was. I mean, yeah. he was, like, probably within 25 to be more accurate. And he starts scrambling out to the left and – Runs out of bounds. Clock, said, time's said, up. He said he ain't get hit by no golf balls or water balls. <laughs> <laughs> he said he go home. Yeah, yeah. Lots of shit being thrown in the field. We, you do get to see a video clip of uh, Lane Kiffin getting hit with a golf ball at one point, uh, which I think he I think he kept as a souvenir. Yeah. Uh, he tried to show some uh, Odell Beckham type of hands out there, trying to do a one-hand catch on a water bottle. Drop that. Pretty uh, solid because all them little cops, they, they all little jump back and everything. Yeah, yeah. He's just... I'm about to catch this motherfucker. Fuck y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, seriously, he though. He threw, his, uh, he threw his visor up in the stands for a fan. Oh, did he? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, here's y'all souvenir. <laughs> right. Uh, hey, he coached for him there for one year, so that was his, his nice little homecoming, I guess. Yep. Now they all fucking hate him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, right? <laughs> man. But, man, being a Tennessee fan, that's got to be painful, though. I, I mean, just imagine if, imagine if Josh Allen ended a game like that. I know it's a different level, but, you know, I, I know in terms of, of Penn State, I don't know how much of a massive diehard you are of, of Clifford like you are, Josh. Imagine it. If, if you're, it was Hackenberg, how about that? Yeah, you were a massive. I, I was. You uh, were on the Hackenberg train. Yeah, just imagine him running out of bounds to end the game for you. When you need, you're within the 20, you need a TD, you know, imagine him running out of bounds to end the game. How would you feel? Imagine if it feels against, like, Ohio State. How would you feel? Uh, I'll probably have to be at Best Buy right now buying a new TV. Because <laughs> I would, dude, I would be, I'll be so furious. Man, I'll probably, I'll probably have to find their phone number, you know, call them a couple times. Hey, man. What are you doing? What's up? What's up? What are you doing? You get, you get paid for that or something, you know? And what, what do you mean Best Buy, man? Go to, go to hit up some Ninos. Yeah. You, you don't know what I'm talking about, do you? No, I know what you're talking about. I just, Ninos Trading Company. If you haven't heard about it, look into it. Great deals on TVs. I like to plug. Yeah, <laughs> I bought like my last three TVs from there, man. It's a good place to get TVs. I've had really no problems for the most part. But for yeah, the most part, yeah, for the most part. My fifty-five I bought a few years ago has a, has an issue with it, but I mean it works great. But that's that issue. The issue's just annoying <laughs> more than anything. It doesn't impact your experience except just being annoyed about basically about a couple of things. But it'll, it fits itself. It's all right, right, right. Uh, man, Arkansas, they're on that three-game losing streak right now. Naturally, uh, yeah, naturally. Uh, I love to see it. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. Look, I understand that some of our our listening base could be Razorback fans, but I love to see it. I really do. When I see some of the shit that I see online, anytime, anytime the Razorbacks start to be good, like it's just so. It is like the most obnoxious thing to me in sports. It really is. And I guess it's because I live here, you know, and I grew up around it and stuff. I don't know, but dude. Like, it, like, out of all these other fan bases that I see out there, I, it to me, it's one of the most obnoxious things. I mean, I get it. You want your team to be good. That's cool. But, like, can we can we tone it down just a, just a little bit? Just a smidge? Yeah. You know, you're not the greatest team on the face of this planet. Tone it, you, keep in mind, you're still in the SEC with Alabama, so let's tone it down right. just a bit. Uh, but they are going to get at least a game to kind of bounce back and lick some wounds with UAPB this weekend. That'll be a fucking smash fest. That, that, that's why they, yeah. that's why they scheduled them. Uh, yeah. But then back back to the tough part, man. We got Mississippi State. That one will be all right. Uh, LSU, uh, Alabama, of course. That'll be a smash. That'll be a beat down for them. And then uh, Ole Miss. 
or Missouri, um, Missouri. Missouri. My bad, Missouri. Yeah, we, we yeah, they played Ole Miss already. Yeah, Missouri. Um, for that makeshift rivalry that they created out of nowhere just for the sake of it. Uh, no, nah, I mean, if we're gonna be honest, I could see I could see Arkansas beating UAPB, uh, Mississippi State, and probably Missouri. I think LSU and Alabama will both be losses. Yeah, probably. Oh. I'm thinking they could probably beat LSU. With I do acknowledge that I, I do acknowledge it's possible they could. I think they. I just think they will lose Alabama. There's no chance. Is it at LSU? Uh, I don't remember. I, I didn't write that down because I'm a terrible host. <laughs> it's a terrible show. What do you, dude? Yeah, you're, getting, you're, you're getting low effort out of me. This is yeah, what you get. It's, it's at LSU. Yeah, okay. So. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, UAPB. That's a win. Mississippi State. I'm gonna call that one a win. LSU. I'll call a loss. Alabama. No chance. And Missouri. I think they'll win. But I, I think that's how it's gonna finish. I mean, on the plus side though, for Arkansas fans, Arkansas is on the rise. They are. Yeah. You know, they've got KJ Jefferson, who's a sophomore, playing really well. Burks won't be around much longer. He's either a junior or a senior. I don't remember. Either way, even if he's a junior, the dude's going to the pros. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's out. He's a lock. Yeah, easy. <laughs> but you got KJ, who should be here for at least another season, maybe two. Um, so I mean, Arkansas's on the rise. I think I think they got the right guy in place with Sam. But you know, like I said, I, I just me personally, I love to see it. I do. I'm sorry, I love to see it, man. Just because I'm, I just the people that I. It's just because of the people I get to deal with. But don't yep. get me wrong, there are some great fans out there. Oh, 100%. There are some very great, humble fans, whatever. But just the people I personally get to deal with, yep. it's the worst. Realistic fans is that's, – that's the word you're looking for, realistic fans. Yeah. Not like, no fans there thinking, oh, shit, we about to beat Alabama. Yep. No, you're not going to beat yep. Alabama when the coach is Nick Saban. Yep. <laughs> I don't care what the fuck you say. It, it's a, it's obnoxious, dude. I hate it. Yeah. It's a reality check. It is. Because if, if you asked – an Arkansas fan, like a, a realistic, obviously not no yeah, Arkansas yeah. going undefeated and winning a national championship. But if you ask them that y'all would start out four and zero, they'll be like, "Nah, probably not." Because Texas, you know, you yeah. think you think you lose to Texas, definitely you think you lose to Texas A and M because the last fucking nine years you yep. lost on right. But yeah, no, or at least shit four and three in the first seven games. Hmm. Yeah, you probably you probably think about. Three max, probably. Right. But, you know, hey, more power to them. Yep. You know, I kind of I kind of envy their level of optimism they have because they are just very (laughs) optimistic group. So, I mean, I give them props to that. You know, when when you when you're a fan of a of a team like that, you don't have much of a choice but to be either really optimistic or really realistic. One of the two. So and and unfortunately, I guess for me is why it bothers me is I'm very realistic. So yep. that's why yep. it bothers me. Same with Penn State. Yep. Like, Bingo. Hey, we're gonna lose one, two games a year, and we're probably not gonna make. We're definitely not gonna make the playoffs. Right. But maybe New Year's Six game. Yeah. That's our that's our ceiling with James Franklin, mm-hmm. and it's like a consistent S. Like every year, we're definitely going. We're the highest we're gonna get is New Year's Six game. Right. We're not gonna be top four in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like it don't. We fucking won the Big Ten a couple of years ago and still didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So you know they just don't like they don't like Penn State. That's what it is. I kind of I came to well came to fruition. We're, they do not like Penn State. Well, all. let's let's look at the history. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, hey, Joe Paul was a good man. I mean, okay. yeah, but just look at the history. <laughs> They're still getting shafted, clearly. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of the ceiling, man, what's the ceiling for uh, this freshman out of Oklahoma, Caleb Williams? What's his ceiling, dude? Because he's really looking like, 
You know, we were just talking about like, you know, this season has no Heisman front runner. You know, the face of college football doesn't exist right now. Is this guy, is he going to be the face of college football? You know, OU beat TCU, you know, 52, you know, 31. Clearly got a little something to figure out in the defense there. But either way, uh, Caleb Williams, you know, 18 for 23, 295, 4 TD, 66 rushing yards and a rushing TD. And again, this guy's a freshman, man. You know, people have been clamoring for him also, you know, yep. these first few games while Spencer's been in there. People have been waiting for Caleb to come in and he's showing that, yo, I can play. Yep. I mean, what what do you think his ceiling is? Are, are we looking at the emergence of the next star of college football? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm gonna say yes. I'm a him or yes. I think Caleb Williams is gonna be a star. Think I think he's gonna be a stud, superstar. Is what you think? I I think so, man. I like I like what this kid's doing, man. I really do. I think this guy's gonna be a star, at least at the college level. At okay. the college level, this guy's yeah. gonna be a star. You know, you know. I, I'll even go as far to say that if he continues this sort of play for the rest of the season, this guy's going to be in the Hosman and the Hosman finalist. Because let's, let's be honest, there's no front runner. We've talked about that. There's not. CJ's played okay. Bryce, eh, he's played pretty decent. He's definitely still in the running. Your guy down in Texas, the running back. Um, Bajan. Bajan, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's I mean, he's not doing too bad. I mean, he's almost at 1,000 yards. He's yeah. at double-digit TDs. I mean, he's, he's playing pretty well. But, you know, Spencer was one that was in consideration. He's out, obviously. Yeah. Sam was one in can somewhat in consideration. He's out. Malik is still probably going to be in the lead. But, like, out of all these guys I just mentioned, two of them being 100% out, who is who in your mind – is 100% in for finals uh, for finalist talk for Heisman. To me, it's only Malik. You know, other than that, the like remaining two or three spots to go to the show is wide open still. It could be Bryce, could be CJ, could be your guy Robinson, could be Caleb Williams. What about Matt Corral? Could be Matt Corral. What about your boy Pickett? Uh, I don't know. He's been – I like Pickett. He's about, been killing it, though. He has, um, but I think he's going to probably get overshadowed by everyone else. Because it's the ACC. Yeah. They fucking suck. Yeah, it's ACC. They they stink this year, especially. It's Pitt. I mean, he's going to get overshadowed. But, I mean, hey, I'm telling you, Caleb keeps playing the way that he is. That that, that guy, he's going to be at the, the, Heisman, the Heisman show, calling it right now. Yeah, it uh, makes t- sense. A terrible Oklahoma. football show, episode six. Alex Light calling it. Caleb Williams will be at the Heisman final show if he keeps playing like this. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I do think there is a legit possibility this guy is going to be the next um, college star. I really do. I mean, he's he's playing lights out right now uh, as a freshman. I don't, I don't remember if he was a true freshman or a redshirt freshman. I think he's a redshirt. I could be wrong, though. Um, but, I mean, he is playing lights out, though, 100%. Yeah. And and speaking of playing lights out, let's, uh, let's address it. Let's talk about your team. Damn. Let's talk about the Bills. Bills and Titans Monday night. What, you, what, what What's going on with the Bills? What's going on with the Bills and Derrick Henry? I mean, Derrick, you guys – are not capable of stopping Derrick Henry? Is this is this not in your coding? Hey, we stopped him for the first four runs. That doesn't matter with Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> it's Derrick Henry. Yeah, he he has a yeah he has like something against Buffalo. I don't I, know. What, I don't know what it is, but he he cannot <laughs> stand Buffalo. <laughs> this man is always he's always stiff arming us to the ground, making yeah. us. Making us do a little Superman dive, you know. Right. I don't know. It's yeah. If you uh, if you have a uh, Derrick Henry on your fantasy team, Brady, just yeah, just look for that Buffalo game. <laughs> like literally, just trade for him the week before Buffalo. After Buffalo game, just fucking sell him high, because you know he's gonna fucking always go off against Buffalo. Right. Never fails. No, it doesn't, man. Derrick Henry, for a man of that size, having the speed that he does. Is borderline almost unfair. 
Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And, you know, it is cool to see this sort of emergence out of him because, you know, the first few years he was obviously behind DeMarco. They were really, you know, DeMarco, it was mostly his show, like probably like a 60-40 or a 70-30 type of show. Yeah. You know, and Derrick Henry just being a second rounder, it's just like, okay, you know, how's Derrick going to be when the full-time gig is his? And his first full season, he barely got over 1,000 yards. He was like 1,094. And he only got over 1,000 yards thanks to the last game, yeah. thanks to that unbelievable run where he stiff-armed like four people or whatever at the end of the game. That's the only reason he got over a thousand or whatever what whatever it was. But ever since then, it's just been complete takeoff. You know, right now we are six games into this season, and this man already has six hundred ninety. I mean, seven hundred and ninety-eight yards and already ten TDs. This he has had three different games with three rushing TDs. This man is on pace to rush for two two thousand yards for the second time. The only running back to ever do that, and he's even on pace to have twenty plus TDs. Are you are you taking the over or under on that? Is he going to hit two K? Is he going to hit twenty TDs? How you feeling on it? In uh, my mind, with how he's playing right now, this is like this is better than last year. Yeah, you know, in my mind, this guy's hitting two thousand yards again, and he's hitting twenty plus TDs. And he has an extra damn game. Yep, big go. Extra, and an extra game to do it. Yep, I think I think he'll do it. Now the question is with the. Uh, you know, with uh, 2,000 yards. Whenever he got 2,000, he didn't break the record, right? He just got it? I yeah, think he just got it. Okay. Is he going to break either record? Is he going to – as the the current record holder for rushing yards, is that still Eric Dickerson? Because I don't think AP – AP was so close to breaking it. I think he was just like literally less than 10 yards shot. I think it's still Eric Dickerson, right? Yeah, I think it And is. then the TD record still belongs to LT because he broke Sean's by one, yeah. which I think is 28 TDs. Yeah. So do you – I mean, how, how you feeling on Do you think he's going to break both those records? I feel like more more the yards than the touchdowns. Really though, yeah. I don't know, man. Three three games of three TDs. That's that's wild to me. This is literally like watching a Madden player. Yeah. Um, it, it is literally like we're watching someone just play their Madden franchise. This is a simulation. Life is not real. That I'm convinced of that. Yeah, and uh, let's go back to Buffalo. You know how how we could never beat Kansas City. Yeah. So we formed our team to be able to beat Kansas City. Now we got to fucking do it with Derrick Henry. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Because <laughs> uh, we started out, I think we beat them the first four times, and then we've lost the last two games against them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to we're gonna <laughs> have to rebuild again. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, every time. <laughs> we got our offense pretty set. Yeah. And then now our defense, we, we made it to where we could stop KC. Now we got to fucking stop Derrick Henry. Yeah, and your offense is pretty set outside, really, of the running back position. You need help there, in my opinion. Yeah, a lot of help. A lot of help. Who um, is your number one guy? Is it Zach or is it Devin? I think it's – shit. They make it seem like it's Devin because the first quarter or so, this man kills. And then just out of nowhere, they're just like, ah, let's bring in Moss, you know, for the rest of the game. It just makes no fucking sense. You know, like, uh, in my opinion, I think Devin should be the lead back, and I think he should play more like a 70-30. Mm-hmm. But, and then just bring Moss in for, like, goal line and stuff like that because he's more powerful. But, you know, we're we're going to address it. We're going to have to – we're going to have to get us a running back sometime soon. Yeah, I mean, you on offense, you guys are literally set everywhere else. Yeah, and Dawson's out here cooking. Yeah, he's he's coming. You know, things are coming together for him. Finally. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Zach Ertz. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to get him for the last two years and then could never get him. And now Dawson decides he wants to, wants to start catching. So Yeah, well, now Zach Ertz can go thrive in uh, Arizona. 
Uh, you know, tight end position is a area where they needed some improvement. Yeah. I, I say they needed improvement because they didn't really have a guy, but it's like, do you really need the improvement when you have who you have at receiver and you have who you have at quarterback when they don't even have their, like, offensive play caller, they don't even have their head coach, <laughs> and Kyler Murray's like, oh, don't worry, guys, I'll just coach the game myself. I'll call my own plays. I'm not saying he did that. Right. But uh, the man <laughs> the man still put up, like, four TDs, you know, just do, doing just Kyler things, you know, yeah, just, yeah. just Kyler things. Now 2-0 versus uh, Baker. Shout out to that. He did point that out on Twitter. Um but, uh, no, I mean, Ertz going to Arizona, I think, will be a good spot for him, yeah. um, especially in a, such a pass-focused offense. Um, I don't think we're going to see anything like we saw out of him when he was really balling no. out, where no. Zach was racking up, like, over 100 catches. I think he racked up 100 catches only one season. Uh, but he got over 1,000 yards, I think, two or three times. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to see that. No. But, no. hey, shout out to the fact that uh, Zach and JJ's are our teammates now. And yeah. both their wives both play for the Chicago – Red Suns? Is that the name of the soccer team? That's a good, yes. I, I think. think it's Red Suns. Also, shout out to the Chicago Sky. Shout out to that. I, I meant to plug that in open mic time. Yeah, and I'm a Phoenix Mercury fan, so I'm glad you didn't, but you fucking <laughs> brought it up anyway. <laughs> hey, yeah, shout out to the Chicago Sky getting their first title with Candace uh, Parker in her first year at the Chicago Sky. Makes sense. Yep, shout out to that. <laughs> She's a winner. Yep, she is. Everywhere she goes, that's she true. Wins. That's true. Uh, all right, so let's talk about my Bears real quick here. Packers Bears week. You know, as a Bears fan, you know you can go two and fourteen or now two and fifteen and be happy with that record as long as your two wins are against the Packers. That's how it goes as a back as a Bears fan, right? Um, but you know, with this game, of course, naturally we lose. It's the Packers. It's to be expected. Which also, also. Shout out to the fact that I cannot call the Bears correctly in our <laughs> predictions at any time. Now, I will say, I will say, and you could say this, that I'm making excuses. And if that's the case, so be it. I might be. I don't know. I might just be salty. Uh, but I picked. I did pick the Bears last week, of course. Yep. But I do want the record to be known. I was confident the, the Packers were going to win. But I'm pretty sure Tyler just peer pressured me into it. I'd have to go back and re-listen. I'm trying to get a win, you know. <laughs> He's trying to cause some separation here. Um, but anyway. Uh, Bears did lose, but that's not the real talking point here. The real talking point here is, of, of course, involving a uh, MVP quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, getting a rushing TD, uh, throwing the biggest belt that I think we've ever seen, uh, and then yelling to the crowd, I, I still fucking own you. All my life, I fucking own you, whatever. And, you know, uh, more have come out has come out that the reason that it just got spur-of-the-moment situation is that he saw a lot of a lot of birds being flipped at him right there in the stands, a lot of, a lot of people cursing him out right there, so it just kind of came out. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Bears fans very unhappy about this, but here's, here's, here's my take. Here's my take as a Bears fan, as yeah. a Bears fan. As I mentioned earlier, I'm a realist. Yeah. He does own the Bears. That's flat out. Because the, the, here's, here's my counterpoint. If Aaron Rodgers was – our quarterback, and he has been our quarterback for the last 15 years, and he has done what he's done to us against the Packers, and he does this against the Packers, Bears fans would be ecstatic about it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, man, you're such a fucking badass. <laughs> you know, if Justin Fields becomes that guy and Justin Fields does that 15 years from now, Bears fans are going to be ecstatic. Aaron Rodgers is 22-5 and five against Chicago. Damn, he's got that Tom Brady Bills record right there. 22-5. and five. <laughs> Like, I'm a Bears fan. I hate to see us lose to the Packers, but I'm not going to, like, get up in my feels about it because, yeah, you know, it's the Packers. We're not, we're the Bears. We're not in a great place. You know what I mean? You know, like, you know, is it arrogant? Yeah, I mean, it, it could be. Yeah, I mean, people could argue that it's arrogant. I mean, 
I, I just I don't I don't view it as arrogant. I view it as him literally stating a fact. Yeah, he does. He owns us. He beats us almost every year consistently. And he was in the moment. He was in the moment, which those things do happen in the moment. I'm a victim of that. I've had instances in my life in in games or sports or whatever where I've said something really arrogant and cocky in the moment. You're really heated. Blood's pumping. It just happens. It's part of the game. Um, But, I mean, it's just the facts. I mean, am I I upset that he said it? No, not really because he's stating a fact. 22 and 5 now. I mean, come on, man. And you know, you know, of course, uh, if you if you follow any sort of uh, sports shows online, of course, he's on Pat McAfee's show every single Tuesday. And uh, yeah. you know, one thing that he's talked about last week and talked about just today is that you know, going into the Favre era of Green Bay, Chicago had the lead on this overall series. Yeah, that just between Favre and A Rod. They have now gained a seven-game series over the Bears all-time record because you know, this is a hundred-year rivalry here. Yeah. So I mean, hey, you're you, you're dominating the rivalry. You know, be, flaunt it a little bit. You know, yeah, give yourself some credit. Hell yeah. I mean, I don't I don't see what's wrong with that, but again, you know, that's me being a realist about it because I I look at it, like I said from another perspective. Fifteen years from now, if Justin's a superstar and he's playing for the Bears and he does that shit in Lambeau. Bears fans are going to be ecstatic. Like, oh, my God, yeah, that's my quarterback. Let's yep. go. Yep. Let's go, Justin. Good job, man. You do own the Packers. Yeah. I mean, shit, come on, guys. I, I understand your butt hurt, you know, because it's, it's it's the Packers. I get it. But 22-5, and five, that's all I got to say. Damn. Uh, let's talk about Diggs, man. Diggs, is uh, is this the second coming of Revis, or is this, like, is this a whole different beast? Because this man has had an interception in the last six straight games. He's got seven interceptions on the year so far. They're now calling him Diggs Island. I mean, like – is this the second coming of what we saw to Revis? Because when Revis really took off, like he, I think it was his second year or third year, I don't remember which one it was. I think it was second. You know, that's where we got those unbelievable statistics where it's like yeah. this long list of superstar wide receivers, T.O., Randy, whatever. It's just like, you know, uh, Chad Johnson, I think he was Ocho Cinco at the time. Or it's like, look at these yards, like under like 20 yards, under 30 yards. Like is, is, is Diggs, is Trayvon Diggs down in Dallas, is, is this the second coming of Revis? Is he the best corner in the NFL to you? Uh. I kind of hope so, but at the same time, I kind of hope it don't, because it's Dallas. I mean, fair, but, you know that you know because it's Dallas. Naturally, you're gonna get uh, you're you're gonna get like our friend Brady, who again, as I've <laughs> said before, I call him Mr. Cowboy Dick Rider because of how hard he rides the Dallas Cowboys dick at all times. They have a little bit of success. And he's like, "Oh, did you buy those Super Bowl tickets already?" <laughs> My boss is the same way. My boss is the same way. My boss will call me up about something, and he'll be like, oh, I, yeah, I just wanted to call to ask if you bought your Super Bowl tickets and Dallas Cowboys are going. You know, my <laughs> boss is the same way. So, I mean, I understand what you're saying. But, I mean. You need to hit them with, so who are they going to watch? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who, who are they watching? Who are they watching? No, I mean, in my, I, I've seen a lot of people talking about this because I've seen a lot of people still saying that, like, Marshawn is the best corner, for example. I've, I've still seen that quite a bit. Um, and Marshawn's fantastic. But at this point, we're talking 2021 season. I mean, Diggs is the best corner in this game. Yeah. No questions asked. Yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah. Uh, you know, to me, I consider him defensive player of the year front runner. 100%. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Now you know we've already we already kind of talked about. It. I mean, I'm I'm still hammering. He's gonna, this this man's going to easily get double digit picks. Now the yeah. real question is: Is the man going to break the pick record? Because that's a record <laughs> that has stood for a very long time. I oh. think like I've got two years sticking out to me. It's like 64 or like 70 something. Uh, I don't remember, I don't remember who it was, but the record is 14 in a season. Is he gonna? How you feeling on that? Is he going to come close to that? We got six games in, and we got 10 more. To, or we got 11 more to go. Uh. Eventually, gonna have to stop passing it to him. 
That's true. You, you would know. you would think they would do that. You would think. I mean, it makes yeah. sense, but you know, naturally things that make sense, you know. Yeah. I mean, somebody's gonna have to wake somebody up and be like, dude, if you see number fucking seven. He's number seven, right? Yeah, he is. If you see seven, <laughs> just look the opposite fucking way. I don't care if they're triple team. Just do not throw it in his direction. Right. So, yeah. I he He's definitely going to get double digits. Maybe not 14, though. Maybe not. I would like to be very optimistic and say he's going to hit 14. Because I think it'd be cool. It'd be yeah. cool. Because, I mean, that – I'm like, you look at the uh, the interceptions records for a season, like the, to- like the ones that are in the double digits. Like, the last time someone cracked in one of those – might have been like Rod Woodson. Like it's been a long time since someone cracked into that top ten. Um, so it'd be cool to see it. Um, I, I don't know if yeah, I feel I feel like that'd be a lot to hammer. You know, I was sitting here <laughs> hammering that Derrick Henry's going to break single season yeah. record for two different records, and now I'm going to hammer Trayvon. But hey, imagine if that happened. That would be a legendary season. 2021, three single season records broken at the same time. They're gonna call. They're gonna start calling Diggs the Russell Westbrook of the damn NFL. I know out there padding the stats. You know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and it could <laughs> actually. You think about it. It could actually be more records, single season yeah. records. Because right now, Tom Brady, man, he's on pace. He is on pace to break some records passing wise. You look at you know the stats that he's been putting up, TDs and yards, and you look at where the records are now. This man could easily break if he keeps it up. That is break the yardage and the the TD record. Because I think both are held by Peyton still, or did Patrick break the yards one? I can't remember. I, th- I think Patrick. I think I think they're both still held by Peyton. Yeah, yeah. So you know, ooh, yeah, fucking forty three or whatever, forty four. God damn. Yeah. Hey, at least that ain't in fucking New England. I know. I know. <laughs> Speaking of England, though, uh, Jags they went over to London to play the Dolphins. Uh, Tua didn't look like complete dog shit. Shout out to that. Um, but uh, the Jags got their first win since week one of 2012. I mean, 20, uh, 2020. 2012. <laughs> Shit, that'd be a losing streak of the century. How many how many GMs and coaches would you have to go through for that? But, no, uh, since week one of 2020, Jags get their first win, uh, field goal in the last seconds. Josh Lambeau got cut. Big rip to that. Me and you both like Lambeau. Yeah. Uh, but he did get cut for the kicker that did get the game-winning kick. Uh, you know, Urban's got to be on cloud nine. He did talk about a little bit about how, you know, this feels like on the same level as winning like a natty. You know, which is kind of wild to me, but hey, I mean, okay, man. I guess just because he knew he was his ass was on the line, because his ass was legitimately about to get out the door. I mean, it was. Damn, that's tough. But uh, how many more wins are the Jags going to get for the rest of the season? Is the question. Do you see them getting another win, or are, you, they, are they going to finish one and sixteen? Uh, go ahead, you could just give them two more wins. So, Fuck it, you okay, know, three and fourteen. Yeah. Is, uh, uh, is Detroit going 0-17? Oh, man. No. <laughs> Damn, oh, that's tough. Man, it's got to be tough to be a Detroit Lions fan. And, you know, I love I love following all those guys at the Pat McAfee show because obviously they do have one guy that is a Lions fan, Evan Foxy. <laughs> so, like, getting to see life through a Lions fan's eyes on Twitter and social media is hysterical <laughs> to me. It is completely just out of ten. Like a couple weeks ago, when they lost the Vikings and like that last second field goal, that all happened within a minute, mind you. Like uh, Foxy, he put up two pictures of one of where he's jumping in the air, like like super pumped because he thought they were gonna win, and it's like less than a minute later, he's laying on the ground because they lost. So getting to watch the life through a Lions fan that way is really entertaining. But no, that's got to be a conversation, man. And Dan Campbell energetic as can be and you love that right but you know i don't know i mean 
do you think it was a good move for him calling out Jared Goff like that in a press conference? The way that, I mean, he even hesitated. It was clear he wasn't sure if he wanted to say it. You know, there was a pause where he's kind of looking down and he's just like, I think he needs to step up a lot more than he has. I mean, is that the kind of com- is that the kind of conversation you throw in a press conference? Uh, man, he's drinking too much coffee or something. He does drink like, a lot of coffee. He has talked about that. He drinks a lot of coffee. Like, I, I don't know if you can call your quarterback out like that. But then again, it is Detroit, and they're going to be looking for a quarterback. So, yeah, hey, throw the motherfucker on the bus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, the zero seventeen conversation is, I think, officially in consideration for the for the, the Lions. Hey, but hey, on the bright side, they they uh, I saw a statistic earlier involving points scored in the NFL, and I don't even, I don't think they're in the bottom five for points uh, for the least amount of points scored. Shout out to that. They're just unlucky. They're very unlucky. We've seen that. They are. No, like the bottom five, I know the bottom was the Jets with only 67 points. And then the next ones were all very close in the 90s to give you an example of how bad the Jets' offense is. The Bears was one of them. Bears have scored 99 points. So we are in the bottom five. Because I do the In fact, you know, let me just. Let me just go ahead and just pull it up on Twitter real quick here, because I think I've like I've I've been liking this shit, shit and shit, retweeting it left and right, because I mean like just <laughs> like the Bears and their offense right now is in such like a, a stupid place. Let's see if I can find this real quick. Uh, speaking of the Bears, you remember whenever uh, Tom Brady, whenever he was talking about the team that uh that passed on him because they wanted to keep their quarterback, mm-hmm. it wasn't Chicago. I learned it was Jimmy Garoppolo and San Fran. That's who he's talking about when he said, "Ha ha, y'all, y'all really gonna keep that motherfucker?" He was talking about Jimmy G. Not, was he? Yeah, not Chicago, because he wanted to go back home and finish his career in uh, San Francisco. Huh? That's <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I did not know that. That is <laughs> that's something else right there. That that's rough. That's rough. All right, so I've got I've got a couple stats here for you. NFL points scored this season, 32nd Jets with 67 points, uh, 31st of the Texans with 92 points, Bears is 30th with 98 is what it was, and then Dolphins is four, is 29th with 99 points, and this is year four under Nagy, mind you. And then looking at uh, the past few years with the Bears offense, uh, I lo- I love, I've been loving these guys' uh, tweets here. We know what the Bears' offense is with Matt Nagy as head coach, and it's and it's just a bad unit. 2018, 21st, uh, 20, uh, 21st in the league in uh, yards per game, uh, ninth. Uh, no, yeah, yards per game, and then ninth in points per game. Okay, that's not too bad. But then again, our defense was getting a lot of TDs as well that year. Yeah. Uh, 2019, 29th in yards per game, 29th in points per game. 2020, 26th yards per game, 22nd in points. And through six games of 21, we are 30th in both those categories. Mm. Things are not getting better for the Bears until Nagy's gone. It's point blank and simple. Point blank and simple. Now, I will say this. I will say this. I would like to see Nagy go succeed somewhere, but but not in the NFL. Yeah, because I do not believe he's an NFL head coach. But I, with the level of motivator he is, I think this guy could be an electric college coach or a high school coach. Yeah, LSU or USC or what's another job that's going to be open? I don't remember. I know those two are the main ones right now. Um, probably Vanderbilt. <laughs> Shit, no one wants to go to Vandy. <laughs> Shit. So maybe Penn State, you know, if Jay Frank decides he wants to go somewhere else. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I personally would like to see Nagy maybe succeed at like a college level, but I, I get him out of the NFL. This dude stinks. Throw him to Illinois, you know. Yeah. Fire Brett after one year. No, just put him on the staff with Burt. Oh, okay. With Burt. Is it Burt or Brett? 
It's Brett. I'll just call him Bert. All right, Bertie. Yeah, he's got a weird ass name. <laughs> Belima. Belima. That's what I call him. Belima. <laughs> I don't fucking know. That dude stinks. All right, let's finish up some Whoopee. news here. Uh, so, University of Texas San Antonio. You know, we just actually talked about them last week because I called one of their games and you were just like, man, they're pretty good. Uh, they are ranked 24th. This is their first national ranking in school history. Shout out to that, man. Huge accomplishment for the school. Uh, and then Ravens left tackle Ronnie Stanley is to miss the rest of the season. You hate to see it. Right after they got rid of the other guy. Orlando Brown. Yeah. Yeah, because Orlando refused to go back to right tackle. He's just like, I'm a left tackle in this league. Also, Farley tore his ACL last night. Um, oh, okay. Caleb Farley. Mm-hmm. So. And then uh, I did see, you know, last night I did see the play with Taylor Lewan as well, where he got knocked out. That was tough. That was tough. I was like, who the fuck is that, dude? Because they wouldn't, they wouldn't tell us who it was. Mm-hmm. And then I finally said, I'm like, damn, that's one of my favorite favorite offense linemen. Yeah. All right, let's get into some college talk, some college games here. Uh, quick uh, what, week seven recap. Uh, UNC did beat Miami 45-42. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke, I mean, I think he threw a couple picks this game. I think it was either two or three picks. I can't remember. Um, but, uh, you, know, I th- I, you know, again, he's a freshman. He'll get it together. Penn State was on a boss. No pain and suffering potentially for you this week. Nevada did beat Hawaii 34-17. No surprise there. Since he beat the crap out of UCF, uh, 56-21. Arkansas State and Notre Dame both on boss. And then UCLA beat Washington just barely 24-17. And a couple notable things to talk about from last week. You know, actually quite a few, honestly. Well, UConn, they got their first win since uh, October 26th, 2019. Uh, where they won against UMass. They beat Yale 21-15. Shout out to UConn. You know, they're feeling it right now. Uh, and then I, I wanted to shout this out because, man, kind of a rough game for them. But uh, UL Monroe beat Liberty 31-28. You know, of course, that's important just because of who's a quarterback at Liberty, being Malik Willis. He went 16 for 28, 135 passing yards, one TD, three interceptions. Yikes. Uh, 60.3 QBR. But uh, he also racked up 157 yards on the ground with two TDs. So, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, you know. They'll get it together. They'll figure it out. But UL Monroe being the one beating them, that's ooh, that's tough. Because I think when we were just looking at some uh, stats last week, I think I think it was UL Monroe that was like bottom of the entire yep. FBS and like point like yards per game and stuff. So yeah, that's yikes. That's a yikes, man. And then of course Purdue did beat number two Iowa like we mentioned earlier, twenty four to seven. Number one Georgia did beat number eleven Kentucky thirty to thirteen. Uh, Oklahoma State beat Texas, uh, 32-24. Auburn beat Arkansas, 38-23. Utah beat Arizona State, 35-21. Baylor beat number 19th ranked BYU, which no surprise. BYU got all the way up to 10th just for no reason, really. I mean, let's be real. What reason do they have to be number 10th in the nation? And they've lost ever since. I think they're actually out of the top 25 now. Uh, they're 30, they, they, Like I said, Baylor beat them 38-24. We called that one. And then LSU beat number 20 ranked Florida, 49-42. I want the record to be known. That was a hell of a game, by the way. It was. I wanted the record to be known that I almost called that game as yep. part of my games last week, but I didn't. It was the last second change. I never even mentioned to Tyler I was thinking about calling the game, but I was stone cold. But I think LSU's going to get this. I think they're going to. I think Florida's a little overrated. Um, I wish I would have called it. Would gave an extra game for me to get it further ahead on Tyler here. And then our terrible game of the week recap: Colorado beat the crap out of Arizona, thirty-four to zero. Arizona stinks. That's that's very clear. That's Damn. very clear. Uh, looking ahead, though, let's look at uh, week eight. Uh, so, for me, I've got uh, number 22, NC State, coming to visit Miami. That's going to be a rough one for us, I think. I think I, I don't see us getting the dub there. No. Either next week or the week after is a big week, obviously. We're playing Florida State. I will be calling Easy that game. Win. I hope so. 
I hope so. Uh, you never know with Miami and Florida State, man. You never know. Because yeah. I remember a few seasons back when it was still Mark Rich. Is that his name? Mark Rick? Mark Wright. Right. Okay. Right. I don't know if I can know. I don't remember who it was. Whoever was the Georgia coach for the longest yeah, time. Mark Wright. Yeah, right. whenever he was in Miami and, you know, Miami was like up in the top ten or whatever, you know, we were rocking all season long. And then, of course, what happens? Fucking Florida State. Every time. Every time. We, we just – we can't beat Florida State. It's a terrible day. It sucks, man. Uh, and then you're going up against Illinois, which easy. is gonna, yeah, that's easy. Uh, New Mexico State is going to visit Hawaii. Uh, Memphis is going to visit UCF. Louisiana is going to uh, the Raging Cajuns. Uh, they're going to visit Arkansas State. That is going to be a beatdown for Arkansas State. Yeah, uh, Louisiana Raging Cajuns, man. They're five and one right now, I believe. Uh, they've got a pretty high uh, points per game, but you know it's the Sun Belt teams, and obviously they're not being talked about. Um, but yeah, they're going to beat the shit out of Arkansas State. <laughs> Flat out, <laughs> fire butch. <laughs> All right. And then we also have what was at one point a pretty notable rivalry. It's yeah. not really anymore because one team stinks, but we got UC, uh, USC going to visit 14th ranked Notre Dame. This used to be a really top rivalry because, yeah. of like, mostly because of the, of, you know, they would play in the Rose Bowl a lot. Um, but man, this this game kind of stinks now. If, if USC, if, if USC would have been a little bit better, you know, we, this may have been our game of the week. Yeah. Because this is a historic rivalry, but the team, but USC stinks. And then, of course, uh, College Game Day is going down to visit UCLA for number 10th ranked Oregon in that game there. We really don't have any notable games this week. I think, like, the, but besides the College Game Day being that there, like the primetime night game, I think is Alabama and, and Tennessee, who gives a shit. You know, we really don't have any notable games. Like, no, no two ranked teams are playing each other this week. Uh, there's just not a whole lot going on this week. Kind of a lackluster week for college football. But like I said, like I, you know, beat into nauseam almost earlier. Next week, ooh, next week I'm very excited for week nine of college. Week nine of college is going to be electric. All right, uh, well, we'll go through our picks. We got twelve on the table, not seventy four, but twelve. Uh, Tyler threw together. I think it was like you threw together like what ten? I think it was ten, and then we added on the yeah, uh, and we added on the couple that we did. Uh, all right, so since we don't share picks at all, uh, do you want to run through your picks first or my picks first before we get to our three uh, games, whatever? Uh, let's do yours first because mine are fucking terrible. Okay. Yours are, yours are really bad. For anyone listening, uh, go tweet him at Tyler Honey, right? Tyler Honey 16. 16. Yeah, yeah, go tweet him at Tyler Honey 16, calling him a bitch. Hey. Because he's calling a bunch of gimme games just to catch back up. Hey, I'm trying trying to find my footing here, okay? <laughs> I'm jinxed, and I swear to God, dude, if I go 2-7 and seven or 2-11 and 11 or whatever, I'm never going back to that store again <laughs> if that dude is there. <laughs> All right, I'll run through my picks. Uh, first one I'm calling, I'm calling uh, FAU and Charlotte. Uh, I'm going to go FAU on this one. I think they are favorited. Uh, my boy. Favorited. Nico- yes, favorited. Favored. Favored. Words are hard. Uh, my boy, Nikosi Perry, is the quarterback down there at FAU. Oh, former, damn. Yep, former Miami Hurricane. This man over here, you're ringing out notes and stuff. I, look, I followed Nikosi Perry, man. He's a <laughs> Miami quarterback that I didn't think was terrible. Uh, I did not think he was the guy. I really liked Jaron Williams, though. I really liked him when he was a freshman. But then, you know, Derek came in and ruined that. And now I think Williams, he went, he made one quick stop at uh, a Juco school. And now I think he's at USF. But I don't think he's playing yet. 
Uh, New Mexico State and Hawaii. I'm, I'm going to go from my, my Rainbow Warriors on this one. Let's get it. New okay. Mexico State stinks. Uh, all right, Oregon, number 10 ranked Oregon and UCLA. I'm actually going to go for the underdogs. Yeah, I'm going for Damn. UCLA. I should have called that. I was picking UCLA too. Yeah, I'm going for UCLA on that. I'm calling the underdogs. Uh, LSU and 12th ranked Old Miss. This one is very tough for me to call. This one, I going into it, I'm like, do I just want to go with a safe bet or do I want to pick the underdog? Uh, I think I'm going to pick the safe bet. I'm going uh, 12th ranked Old Miss for the dub there. Uh, Clemson and Pitt, yo, I'm a, I'm a rock with Kenny Pickett, baby. Let's get it. You know, Clemson is on is on a downward man. Uh, I'm going I'm going I'm going with Pitt here. Yeah. Uh, Nevada and Fresno State. I'm gonna ride with Nevada on this one. Uh, Syracuse and Virginia Tech. Let's go with the Orange. Uh, Oklahoma State and Iowa State. So Oklahoma State is 12th ranked right now. Iowa State is no longer ranked. I think they were ranked right at the beginning of the season. Yeah. The the percentage of how much Iowa State is favored on this baffles me. Because they are horribly, horribly favored. Like, uh-huh. I, I think it's like an 80% favored God, over dude. over Oklahoma State. I was just like, holy shit. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm actually going to ride with them. I'm going to ride with uh, Iowa Purdy. State. Yeah, I'm going to ride with Brock Purdy. Ride with that. Utah and Oregon State, I'm going to ride with the Beavers, baby. Let's get it. Oregon State with the dub. Both those teams Part of the Pac-12, of course, both four and two right now. Let's ride with the Beavs. It's a pretty even matchup. I think Utah is favored like 51%. I mean, it's close. They're both averaging close to about 30 points a game. I think I think it was like right at 29 points a game for both of them. They're both allowing about the same amount of yards. They both got the same amount of yards per game average. I'm going to ride with Oregon State. Uh, all right, next up is you. Uh, so, first up, you had Kent State and Ohio. Actually, let's not call that one first. Let's call the one okay. that the only game okay. where both teams have over 500% win percentage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that is Brigham Young University and Washington State University. Okay. And Brigham Young is going to win that game. Going to get a dub. Going to get the dub. Okay. Now let's go back to these trash-ass teams. Okay. <sighs> Just everyone listening, I want you to really soak in all these fucking games that we're sitting here calling. Now, I don't. Now, don't get me wrong, though. Like, like if, if oh, we shit. if we had like mobile sports betting, these could be some really good games to bet on. Which also shot to the fact that I think we're going to get mobile sports betting next year. Yeah, that's going to be big. I'm pumped. Um, okay, I'll lie. I have another game that's actually a pretty decent ass game with Wake Forest and Army. Fair. Wake Forest. Wake easy. Forest. Okay. Easy, easy okay. game right there. Okay, now let's go back to these trash ass teams. All right, run through them for me. Kent State at Ohio. Trash. Um, let's mark that out. I'm going Ohio Bobcats on this one. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, Ohio's quarterback did run for 99 yards against Buffalo last week. Pretty sure. It was a green team, so it might have been them. Um, <laughs> green team. And then our next game is... The UMass Minutemen going to talk about the name. Fuck Florida State. And uh, if I wasn't so damn terrible at these picks the last three weeks, I would definitely pick UMass right here. <laughs> but because it's I, a 97 to 3 percentage for Florida State and UMass right now. But because I need a fucking win right here, I'm going Florida State. Okay. Led by Mackenzie Milton. There it is. Okay. And then we got. Middle Tennessee State and UConn, mm-hmm. which, again, fucking sucks. Uh, we're going Middle Tennessee State. 
Yeah, that was one thing that uh, was in contention for our terrible game. But, uh, I mean, UConn's averaging like 16 points a game, at least mid-10, man. They're averaging close to 30. I mean, they've just got a better team. Uh, so, I mean, you're right. The team, the game's going to suck just because you're going to watch UConn get blown <laughs> out. But And then I have Washington against Arizona. Easy pick. Washington. I mean, one of their wins against Arkansas State. So, you know, how good are <laughs> they really? Um, Another easy one. And then we have Texas San Antonio, newly ranked, traveling to Louisiana Tech. Can you guess where I'm going with this one? Yeah, you're going with the Roadrunners. I'm going Louisiana Tech. What? Yep. Somebody they they getting a, they getting a reality check. I said that last week and backfire. Said it the last two weeks, right. you know. Right. Okay, the Louisiana Tech go. Uh, uh, Bulldogs. Bulldogs go Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then I have Buffalo at Akron. <laughs> Man, this is. These these type of games right here, whenever you're playing NCAA football and you're just trying to rebuild a team, and this this, this is literally the list of of teams you would look at. Yeah. So for that reason, Buffalo Bulls, not Bills Bulls. Is that my? Oh wait, I have one more. Yeah, a game that again is a, such a massive gimme. We already mentioned it. It is a gimme, but Are I'm gonna you, put a score just to we'll spice it up. Just to you know, I, I walked away from my scores here recently, yep. and uh, it's. Yep. Is backfired, so let's bring a fucking score back. Okay. And we're going Louisiana defeats Arkansas State 56-13. to 13. You're really giving Arkansas State that much credit to get 13 points, and you're giving them that much They're credit? They're at home. Only? They're at home. Okay. And it's a Friday game, Thursday game. It's definitely not a Saturday. I know that. I don't okay. know if it's a Friday or it's a Thursday. So, it's on ESPN, I assume. Okay. I don't know why, but, you know. All right, well, let's get to our final three picks. Uh, All right, so first up, uh, we'll do our FBS Game of the Week. Tyler, drum roll, please. Uh, Let's do this again. Our FBS Game of the Week is 22nd-ranked San Diego State is going to visit Air Force. Uh, San Diego State is currently 6-0. Air Force is rocking 6-1. This is a big game over for the Mountain West. Uh, Again, this week didn't have a ton of uh, phenomenal games. I'd say, you know, that Oregon UCLA was one we were really looking at. But I I do think this right here, we and him both agree. I think, Tyler, you you pitched it, and I I, I had it in my backlog as well in secret before we talked about it. Uh, We both think this is going to be a pretty good game to watch. Uh, Who are you calling for this one? Uh, I'm going to go – I'm gonna go San Diego. For okay. some reason, I'm not picking any of the the uh, military forces or whatever their uh, military branches. I just noticed that. So, uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm fat, so I, you know I can't can't join. <laughs> I'm gonna go San Diego State as well. Uh, and and this was Tyler's idea. We're actually going to start giving a little bit of a highlight to FCS as well. So we got FCS game of the week. Tyler, drum roll, please. Our FCS game of the week is Harvard at Princeton. I'm going to roll with Princeton. Both these teams are both 5-0 and in the Ivy League right now. I'm going to roll with Princeton uh, out of respect for our tight end that's going to be a superstar up in Chicago, Jesper Horstead. Let's go Princeton Tigers, I believe. Okay. I, I have no idea what Harvard's mascot is. I will be completely – Crimson. 
crimson. I figured based on the colors, I had a feeling <laughs> it was something involving a color. Like I didn't know it was like crimson red or whatever. I didn't know, but yeah, Princeton Tigers, I believe, is their mascot. At least you know from the logo. I'm assuming. But yeah, I'm gonna roll with Princeton Tigers on this one. Let's get it. Okay, since you uh, brought up uh, one of your players, is from Princeton. Oh, here we go. I decided to switch my pick because I. Re- I f- I just I just uh, put this together. Thought of a, a an unbelievable guy from Harvard, Mr. Ryan Fitzmagic. There you go. Let's go Harvard, just to be different from you. Yep. Trying to close that nine hundred game losing <laughs> losing streak I got. You know. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. So then, lastly, our terrible game of the week. Tyler, drum roll, please. Our terrible football show, terrible college game of the week is San Jose State at. University Nevada Las Vegas. All right, so San Jose State is three and four right now, while UNLV is zero and six. They're both only averaging about nineteen points a game, both allowing twenty three plus points a game. And the one of the reasons why I was kind of sold on this one being our terrible game of the week is that it, it's not a huge blowout prediction yep. margin because, yep. like UConn, of course, that naturally you're going to default to a UConn <laughs> game. I mean, you are, but that one was like a pretty large margin of like yep. it was like. 70-something to 30-something. Meanwhile, this one's pretty damn close to projected to be a pretty good game. And honestly, you look at old Nick Starkle, and uh, in comparison to the UNLV quarterback, their stats, man, they're not too far apart. Uh, San Jose State is a 51% favored right now, so pretty close, and that's what kind of gave us the push to make that our terrible game of the week. I think it's going to be a shit game to watch. Both teams are going to look like dog shit. Uh, Todd, who are you picking? I'm going to go with Nick Starkle. Uh, uh, Justin Bieber. I can't remember. I was thinking of a song and I don't forgot about it. So San Jose State. Let's just forget I even mentioned Justin Bieber. I'm a rock San Jose State as well. Also, just a little sidebar. No, you don't really got to keep track of this. Uh, Jesseville is playing Falk. Okay. And Jesseville is now ranked 14th in 3A. So they Sh- gonna get they gonna get a win. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! Beat the number four or five. Ranked team in the uh, 3A last week, so okay, keep it up. Love to see it. Keep it up. All right, hopping over to our NFL picks. Uh, we got a lot of buys this week. We had six buys last week. We had four. Uh, this week, your team's on a buy. Buffalo, um, Dallas is on a buy. Jacksonville's on a buy. Los Angeles Chargers, uh, Minnesota Vikings, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, all on buys for Week Seven. So we only have six noon games, man. It's kind of wild. But then we have four afternoon. We only had three afternoon last week. Uh, let's kick things off with Thursday Night Football. Denver at Cleveland. So we know Kareem Hunt's going to be out. We know Nick Chubb's going to be out. So who's going to be playing running back for the Browns? I have no idea. I have no idea who that third guy is because, I mean, obviously it's pretty much those two running the show. Is I, Duke still there? No, Duke's been gone a long time, dude. He got traded down to Texans like three years ago, and now I think Duke's a free agent. I don't know who the third guy is. I think there's a possibility Baker may not play because <laughs> of the quick turnaround. Um, yeah from the uh, afternoon game to now because Baker did get a shoulder dislocation, I believe. So it could be Case Keenum going up against his former team. Um, It's not confirmed who is starting at this time. I don't know if Denver has any injury. I don't know where Teddy Bridgewater's at on things. Uh, Let's do some quick fact-checking here. Let's see how we're feeling Uh, on the uh, old Denver Broncos. Shout-out to the person playing music outside. I don't know if you can hear that, but if you can, shout-out to them. I say it's really fucking loud. That was really loud, yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't see anything about. Uh, okay, 
Uh, he all right. So Teddy will be able to play. That was per one hour ago from the coach. So, oh, okay, okay, y'all. The, well, I'll say y'all. I'm tripping. Uh, Cleveland did sign a uh, D. Ernest Johnson. Okay. Feel free to say who because I have no fucking clue. I've heard the name, but I have no idea who else he's played for. Uh, all right. So as of, uh, well, this is tough. This is tough. Baker is limited. Uh, apparently, he has a completely torn left, um, you know, left liberum in his shoulder. Um, so uh, that's tough, man. It, it's no, it's no con- con- confirmation right now if it's going to be Baker or Case. Um, tough, 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 tough. Uh, I'm, I think I'm just going to rock with the Broncos. I, I think, I think Denver, I think Cleveland's got too much going on, not having their su- superstars at uh, running back, plus the potential issues. With um, with uh, Baker and I know you know o- Odell has played like dog shit, um, and Jarvis is still not back yet. So I'm just gonna go ahead and rock with Denver on this one. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Denver too. I didn't realize how bad Cleveland was. Yeah, they're in a rough spot. Uh, Carolina at the Giants. Uh, Carolina, what's going on? What's going on with Sammy? Sammy looked like a like we even talked about it where he's like quiet like like a, like a balling out man yeah. superstar first three weeks and now he's like the Sam Donald of New York Jets. What's going on, man? It's dude. I don't even know. Like, and Giants stink, and now it seems like Carolina stinks. I mean, is it is is Carolina still a safe pick against the Giants? That's a tough call. You would think. Uh, I'm a rock with Carolina against the Giants. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take my loss with you. I'm gonna go Carolina. I don't want to. I don't want to gamble that much. I ain't gonna put the farm on the Jets. I mean the Giants. <laughs> what about the Jets? Jets are going to visit the Patriots. The, hey, they might actually win that game. Patriots is looking like Patriots stink. <laughs> but I don't know. Patriots did put up a fight against Dallas. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it the Patriots, man. Yeah, I'm going Patriots too. Uh, Casey at Tennessee. I, this is one that I have not picked yet. I don't know. This is tough. That's a. That's a hell of a matchup. It is. That's a hell of a noon game. Last night just solidified. I'm taking Tennessee. Okay. Because <laughs> Kansas City is – they're on like a hell of a downswing right now. They are. They're not feeling it at all. Someone needs to uh, someone needs to quiet down Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he did, did disrespect your boy, though, dancing on the 21. So, I've seen two different things about this. I've seen where he flat out did, but I've also seen where people were saying, like, that is literally where they were told to stand yeah. by by FedEx. Yeah, that's why they were told to stand. Yeah. It's just I don't know. Also, I, I didn't even think to add that part of the script, man. That whole Sean Taylor thing is bullshit. Yep. That health. I, I I mean, that's one of my boys. Tyler will tag me in a Sean Taylor post twice a year, every year. Every year. Every year. I, it's it's birthday and death. Unfortunate. Yeah. Every year. It's it's guaranteed like taxes and death, man. Tyler's yep. gonna tag me in this. Every time I see Sean Taylor, boom, boom. I'm getting tagged. Never it's, fails. Yeah, it never fails. But it man, might be a couple of hours later, you know, just in case I didn't refresh my yeah, my page, yeah. but no you're gonna get it. No, that should have happened right after he passed. Yeah. Like the fact that it just now happened in 2021 is disgraceful to him, disgraceful to his family. I'm glad it finally and how happened. How quick it was rushed. Yeah, how quick it was rushed. No build up for it. Yeah. It's just to cover up the bullshit that's going on with Washington yeah. and Dan- and the owner right now. Yep. It's just, it's unfortunate, man. It is because they did mention it last week, right? Like literally end of last week. It was like Thursday or Friday when it was mentioned. Like I mean, this came out very late. Like I mean, it was end of the week. 
going into the weekend. We're like, oh, by the way, guys, uh, we're going to retire his jersey at the beginning of the game. Usually those are half times. Yeah. No, at the beginning of the game, we're going to retire it. Like, man, get the fuck out of here. Anyway, sorry, back to the picks. Uh, it's off on a tangent. Casey, Tennessee. Man, I I want to think that Derrick Henry is going to just run all over KC. I yeah. really do. Uh, I'm gonna go with KC. I'm gonna go with KC. I, I think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna figure it out. I think they're gonna figure it out. Uh, Washington at Green Bay. I'm picking Green Bay here. Yeah, Green Bay, easy. Atlanta and Miami. Um, do you want to piss Jeremy off, or do you just want to ride with them? That's the real question here. Calvin Two. Ridley's hurt, right? Yeah, Calvin's hurt. Um, so we have another Kyle Pitts game. Start Kyle Pitts in fantasy. Cordell Patterson. Uh, yeah, Cordell Patterson. Start him as well. Um, coming off a of bye. You know, Miami just had that that loss against Jacksonville from London. Uh, Tua didn't look bad over in London. He did throw one pick. That was a bad play on him, but he, then he had a lot of good plays on him. Just uh, like he did good. Mm-hmm. So, that was – yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to ride with Atlanta on this one. Yeah. Jeremy, you're going to get a dub this week. And Cincinnati at Baltimore. This is a big game for the AFC North. Uh, Baltimore, easy, easy. They might be the, might be the best, second best team in the AFC. Really? Yeah. You feel that strong about Baltimore right now, dude? With everything that's happened to them, and they're still just five, what five and one, mm-hmm. dude. They're not going to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but they they're up there. I will say, if this game was at Cincinnati, I would pick the I would pick Cincinnati. Yeah. But I I, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock Baltimore, but it's gonna be a hell it's gonna be a hellaciously close game. Yeah. Uh, did, here's a here's a homecoming for uh, Jared Goff. Detroit's going to visit Los Angeles Rams. Stafford's gonna get <laughs> to beat his team, man. I got to pick the Rams here. Yeah, that's a that's pretty simple, you know. Detroit's just rough spot. It's a, it's hella unfortunate for them. Uh, Philadelphia, Vegas. I'm really surprised Vegas got the dub last week with all that's going on right now. Yeah. Um, who are you taking? I think I'm going to take Philly in this one. You're going to take Philly? Uh, I don't know who the hell the coach is, so I'm taking I'm taking Philly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know, are we, we going to have any games that are different? <laughs> we have one. Oh, we only have one. Yeah, Casey and Tennessee is the only game we've called differently. Oh shit. Okay, yeah, we're gonna start getting some different games. Are we though? Because yep. next up is Houston and Arizona. <laughs> I'm me, picking Arizona. Give me that loss. I'll take Houston. Oh come on. No, yeah. I mean, if you think Arizona's <laughs> gonna win, pick Arizona. Come on. Although you know I like Long Neck. I know you like Long Neck, but <laughs> come on, you know Arizona's gonna dominate. Don't just take an easy loss. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it, Arizona. All right. Chicago at Tampa Bay. Shout out to the fact that Bruce Arians did give uh, Chicago some credit with that defense, calling them one of the top three defenses in the league right now, which, all right. I mean, there's some issues to be solved there on secondary force, at least, uh, with Eddie. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going I'm to rock with Tampa, which means I guess Chicago's going to win because I can't call a Chicago game correctly. Yeah, I really want to pick Chicago just because you picked Tampa, but I'm going Tampa. Okay. <laughs> we get the same pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe with the Sunday night and uh, Monday night we can get some differences here. Indianapolis and San Fran. You know, I'm taking. 
You tag him. I tag him every damn week. Indianapolis. They did cut Jacob Eason today, though. So. Oh, did they? Yep. Wow. You didn't see that? No, I didn't. I didn't expect that. He played really well in the preseason. That's shocking. <laughs> they they trust on Wentz, I guess. I don't know. Trust in Wentz and Ellinger. I thought Ellinger was hurt. I I, I have no idea. I thought he was. <laughs> hey, you know what that is? They're, they're waiting to sign a scam. I guess. I guess. So you're going to rock <laughs> Indy. Okay. Go Indy. I'm a rock sand friend. Good. Fuck off. Monday <laughs> night, uh, New Orleans and Seattle. At the 12th man, Geno, the quarterback. Bring on beast mode. <laughs> that was that run about 12 years ago. Yeah, it was. When the Seahawks were 7-9 and nine in the wild card. First team with a losing record to ever be in the playoffs. I was watching that game. That was I, a- I watched Beast Quake live. It's always cool to say that you get, you got to see certain plays live and not just the highlight. Yeah. That was one of those plays I got to see live. Yep. Just watching it was fantastic. Man. It always makes me wonder, what if we had Marshawn Lynch? And then I realized we did have fucking Marshawn Lynch. Yep. And we ran him out of town. Yeah, you guys fucked up. And he wanted out, and we wanted him out. So. Yep, you guys fucked up. Now we need a fucking running back, and here you are. it could have solved a lot of problems. Well, you had Fred Jackson for a long time. Like, let's let's give hey. some let's give some credit to him. Hey, Fred, Come on. Fred was the man. Yeah, Fred was the man. Let's give him some credit. And then we disrespected his ass by getting C.J. Spiller. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got uh, – Shady. Then we got Shady. It was pretty nice. Wait, was Fred before Shady? Dude, Fred was there his entire career. Okay. I think he retired after we got Shady. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, don't fact check. Yeah, you got you guys got uh, – the only running backs I remember is like Marshawn, CJ, Fred, um, Shady, and then you guys got Frank uh, Gore for like a season, right? <laughs> yeah, one of his 1900. Yeah. Is he, he, is he on the team right now? I don't think so. I think he's finally just a free agent, kind of done. Which is unfortunate because his son is so close. He's on his way. Yeah, Damn. yeah. He was on the Jets last year. If it says anything, <laughs> I mean, if Frank just goes and plays for the Patriots, he played for the entire AFC East. Just do that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Monday night, New Orleans at Seattle. How you feeling on this one? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, New Orleans. Thank God, because I want to ride with Seattle. Bet. Because I just marked them out to pick New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm a, I'm a ride with Geno Smith at home. Let's get it. Let's get it. Geno. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's uh, decent. We only have three games to get separation from each other because you're a pansy and you didn't decide to pick the Bears because I hey, picked Tampa. You said three games. Guess what? My record is. I know. Is we're three games. Apart. Three games. I'm, I'm playing that strategy until I, until I meet you. Yeah, okay. Whatever. That's what it is. Uh, all right, so fantasy league. Uh, Nate is six and zero. Brady's four and two. Tony is four and two. Dave is three and three. Tyler's three and three. Shut the fuck up. J Max three and three. Jimmy's oh, two shit. and four. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I ain't even gonna lie. I just noticed that. <laughs> I'm one and five. <laughs> oh shit. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, I'm not throwing in the towel yet. I'm not giving up hope. I still think there's a chance. I can still come back. I'm feeling it. You know, we just got through one bye with Alvin. Zeke's on a bye this week. Next week, Alvin and Zeke, the two-headed monster, is ready to go. All right? I'm feeling it. We're going to make a comeback, baby. I'm feeling it. Well, I'm going to at least get into the loser playoffs, okay? We're, we're going to get there. I promise. Yeah, I'm taking a loss this week. Who are you playing? Um, that's a good question. I'm playing 
I know I'm playing Nate, so I'm probably going to lose. Nate's team is stupidly stacked, and he's got Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford going up against the Lions. I'm probably going to lose, but I'm not giving up hope yet. I think I'm playing Jimmy. Oh, then I think you can win. I think you'll win. I have have nobody because all my players play on week seven. Okay. I mean, I have a decent team, but it just all depends if uh, Barkley's back. Right. (laughs) Which I need to look up. Uh, if Woods did pretty decent, because I did not, uh, I did not follow up on my trade. Woods is going to be a potential good start this week. He had eleven points, worked out for me. He's going to be a potential good start. Yeah, I mean, it's still the Cooper Cup show. That's very clear. Um, yep. But Detroit stinks, so I mean, I think Woods could be a really good uh, start this week. Uh, like I said, start Kyle Pitts for sure. Cordell Patterson, that's going to be a good flex for you. Um, let's do, see. do y'all have a running back in Chicago come back? Uh, I don't know if Davy has come back yet, but Herbert played pretty well. That was a good pickup by me. Yeah, that was. Um, uh, I will say, as sketchy as this is, I do think Darnell Mooney could be a good start against Tampa because Tampa is so – screwed up in secondary right now. They they got some serious issues in secondary, which almost feels like a second coming <laughs> of a situation because the last time we played Tampa in this not referring to last year, but you know the year before the you know, year before that whatever, you know, we went to go play Tampa and they and three of their four defensive back starters were hurt and it was a bunch of rookies and that was the game where Trubisky threw like six TDs and everyone thought he was a superstar and I'm the only person with a half a brain cell sitting here saying Guys, look at the Bucks' fucking defense. Everyone was hurt, and they even said in the press conference, "Yeah, I mean the the Bucks had a lot of injuries, so yeah, of course in secondary, so of course we're going to hit the attack." So I, I think Darnell Mooney could be a good start, man. I'm I, I don't know how to feel about a Rob right now. Yeah, uh, he has not played super well this year. I think uh, I think he could get traded. I think he get traded. I don't. I think the a Rob Bears relationship is 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 done. It's yeah. almost done. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, so Darnell Mooney might be a good start. Um, set a Rob, I think. Uh, I think this train is going to keep going downhill, but I could be wrong. Um, I'm not going to say start Justin. Uh, I think Justin will have an okay game, um, but I think I think Mooney's gonna, uh, could have a pretty decent game. I like Kyle Pitts. I like I like Kyle Pitts a lot um, versus Miami. Uh, same with Cordell Patterson. Um, That's all I got at the top of my head. I'll post more on Twitter every Sunday morning at yeah. Terrible FB Show with my terrible predictions. I had a really bad I, I took it on the knees this week, man. I did. I had some bad ones. Yeah, I've seen that. I had some bad ones. I don't want to talk about it. I'm not gonna delete that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna do that. I'm not that much of a pansy. Man. Uh what about you? Any any thoughts on fantasy? Uh I always say Boyd, but he's been he's been playing like Dookie here recently. So uh maybe Tyler Lockett. Maybe they get a little Look, chemistry, because he did get seven targets. I mean, he only caught two passes, but still. Uh, Daryl Henderson, he's just gonna keep uh keep trucking. Uh, if you got Jalen Hurts, hmm, fuck it, start him. I mean, there's a lot of people on buys right now. A lot of good quarterbacks on buys too. Damn near all the good quarterbacks are on buys. Josh Allen, Dak. Uh, Herbert. So yeah, I'll I'll go find you a good little decent quarterback to just throw in there, you know. Other than that, I really 
I really don't know. I'm feeling this is a this is a rough week for fantasy. It is, yeah. Because you got you got a lot of firepower in this uh, these buys. You do, you do. <laughs> and you know how I build my teams. It's I'm fucked right now. Yeah, you are. But I mean, Jimmy Jimmy's not much of a threat. I mean, he kind of is, you know. But we'll we'll see. Yeah, because he has a uh, he's got Murray. Yeah, he's yeah, got, yeah, yeah. He does have Murray. He's got Aaron Jones. I mean, you might be in trouble. Yeah. Other than that, I really don't fucking know. I really, I should have thought about this more. That's all right. I mean, that's all we got the Twitter. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is not a big segment of the show, so it's yeah. okay. I suppose we'll close out. Uh, what's for dinner or not, Tally? You like how I added that to the script? Because I know you've complained the last two weeks that I forgot about it. I know. Last week was, what the hell did I eat last week? What did I say I was going to eat? Uh, hamburger Helper, I think. Yeah. I had that last night. I had okay. the lasagna one. I should I should have really cooked the, the four cheese lasagna. Mm-hmm. But, you know. So what's for dinner tonight? Uh, I was thinking tacos. Because well, it's pick. Tuesday. Yeah. But I may flip it. I really, I really have no idea. That's tough, too. Because I was thinking about it all day. About what you want for dinner. About what I want for dinner. And I, I can't think of anything. I think I may uh, do a pizza. Maybe. Maybe. Like a frozen pizza? Yeah. Like yeah. A- yeah. I'm not going to order out or anything. Just pizza I've got. Yeah. Have you seen the one bite pizzas? Uh, no. They're supposed to be a Walmart. Uh, no, I haven't seen them. I haven't been to Walmart in a couple of days, so I wouldn't. Just kidding. If you if you work with me, I, do, I have been to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, well, we're going to get out of here. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I understand if you didn't, though, because this show stinks. Um, hopefully your teams have an absolutely phenomenal week this week, unless you're the Green Bay Packers or the Florida State Seminoles. Uh, go Bears. Go Bills. Uh, go Canes. Go Nittany Lions. Let's have a let's have a good weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like I said, next week it's going to be electric for college. I am very very excited for next. This is probably the most excited I've been for college weekend in a long time. Like I am for next week. Yeah. Huge games. Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. Next week is going to be a lot of fun on the show to talk about and give predictions for those and everything else. Uh, that's going to do it from us. Until next time, guys. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>